Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and we've got a great show lined up. First of all, we've got the man himself. Uh, Bart Hall, whose dad was Fred Hall, after the, the named after the shows, the Fred Hall shows. And Bart, uh, when your dad started the shows, you were what, about six years old? Oh, no, no, no. My, uh, my father uh, was in the business of ushers, ticket sellers, and gatemen. So they did uh, ushers, ticket sellers, and gatemen at all the sporting events in Los Angeles. Oh. They did uh, Hollywood Stars. They did the Rams. Uh, they did SC, UCLA, they did the fights, they did the racetracks, all the racetracks from Del Mar, Hollywood Park, Santa Anita. And uh, one day my dad, he was young, he was 22 years old, he comes to to my, eventually the guy who's my godfather, and he goes, his boss, Mel Morrison, he said, Mel, we ought to do a sportsman show. And Mel's famous answer was, what the hell's a sportsman show? Yeah, well, there, so, wasn't, there wasn't one at that time, was there? There was nothing. So that's what happened. So he went ahead and started this. And that, so the, the first show was 1946. I was born in June of 1945, and the first show was April of 46. Yeah. So that's how we know how old the shows are, because yeah. wherever I am, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, you're, you're, you're still a babe. Cause you, yeah. I, I remember when 50 was old. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, uh, 80 is the new 50, you know. That's, it. <laughs> that's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, well, we got about a minute, but uh, no, I remember seeing my dad dies when he was like 62, and man, he was old. <laughs> but now I got yeah, a lot. It now, seemed like it didn't. Now, I Not lot, now I got a lot of friends in their seventies and eighties, and they're they're mm-hmm. just charging. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and you know you stay active and stay outdoors, uh, and you know there's, uh, you know, just a, a, a. I think people are still discovering the outdoors. Wouldn't you say so, Bart? Well, you know, our slogan is. Uh, you know, uh, celebrate the passion of fishing, yeah. boating, and outdoor recreation, okay. and and we we sincerely believe that. And if uh, okay. that's what we're trying to do, because you know, even my grandchildren who are right. ultimately involved in the outdoors, they spend okay. a lot of time. Bart, in the- Bart we're going to have to take a, uh, just a short break, but we're going to bring you back on for ten minutes. So don't go anywhere. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. 
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. It's time for the spectacular 72nd annual Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. The world's largest fishing show, California's largest trailer boat show, and a world-class international fishing and hunting travel show. Nearly 1,000 booths, acres of boats, over 400 seminars, the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trout Pond, the Daiwa Bass Tank, the Accurate Fishing Saltwater Tank, the Hobie Kayak Fishing Theater, Ram Trucks Ultimate Air Dogs, Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, Cousins Tackle Seminar Stage, Huge marine electronics display, demo boats on the water, free dive, fly fishing, air gun ranges, casting, Hobie test rides, the Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Show, Jack Dagger, the King of Fling, and so much more. Kids free, kids fish free. Join CCA Cal and get in free. Celebrate the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and outdoor recreation in the nation's number one show. The Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive. Details at fredhall.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have the man himself. We have Bart Hall. Now, Bart, just to take a just a, a quick minute or so, um, the, the uh, it's called the Fred Hall Show, not the Bart Hall Show, but probably should be the Bart Hall Show. But your dad started this. You want to give us just a thirty second rundown on how that happened? In 1946, he started the show, and uh, it's been going ever since. And he and started at Gilmore, Gilmore Stadium okay. and uh, then moved to the Pan Pacific Auditorium, from there to the Great Western Exhibit Air Center, from there to the Sports Arena, and finally to the Long Beach Convention Center, where it's been for the last 40 years. <laughs> 40 so, years, yeah. Well, yeah. is there a bigger place you can go to, or are you maxed out? Well, there's a bigger place we can go to, but I'm reluctant to do it because of the tradition of being 40 years in one place. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there it, there are bigger places, but I'd rather I'd rather not do it if we can say now we, we've outgrown it. We certainly have, you know. We've had uh, a lot of interest in boats this year, and so mm-hmm. we could have uh, we could have sold a lot more boat space if we had it to sell. Oh. But we but we don't. Yeah. So that's well, part of the deal. it seems like uh, I don't know if it's the economy or what, but I get the indication that people are starting to buy boats again. Well, yeah, they have this, this is the second year of fairly good boat sales, but right mm-hmm. now it's 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 good. You know, boat dealers had a terrible time for about ten years. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, first in the recession, last out. Yeah. But the last couple of years have been pretty good. So this this year, I think, is going to, going to be one of the better one of the years that. Uh, would make them think the recession never happened. But, right. Uh, well, Bart, we're, we're going to get into the whole show in a minute. But would you mind uh, 
kind of comment, I know I'm catching you off guard, about some of the things that you've seen in the last 40 years and how things have changed? Uh, well, I mean, well got, of course, you know, the tackle fishing and the tackles gear, yeah. change. I mean, uh, you know, I we used to fish with ten senators and and you know and the newell reels and those are still great products that you can fish with. But when you compare that with a you know some of the new accurate reels, the Shimano reels, the Daiwa reels, uh, there's no there's no different. I mean, there's no comparison. Two speed reels and the drag systems that are available today. Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing. We. You know, and then, and then not only the, and the fishing how it's changed in our local region. I mean, the fact that we've had bluefin now as regular inhabitants of our waters year round. We, we've had reports of catching bluefin the last eighteen months in a row. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, well, so uh, yeah, so you know, everything's changing. You know, people are people are fishing off the off the rails now. You know, we nobody used to use a rail, and now oh. you know the rails are common. You know. Yeah. You know well, by, like, by the way, Rollo uh, used to say the rail is your friend. You know? bar, yeah, well, especially for me. Remember the old uh, uh, rods with the butt rail for uh, for for uh, for deep water fishing, with uh-huh. this reel with this uh, Dacron line, and a yeah. ha- and a handle that was had a butt. You know, the thing was huge. But that's what you know that that it worked. Well, that's what you needed then to get those big fish. Now you can use that accurate. Uh, what is it? Uh, Eight hundred, and it is. It's small, it's light, it holds a lot of line, and it's mm-hmm. just amazing, you know. Hey, Bart. You know, and, uh, and, and, and the same thing with, you know, Shimano and Daiwa making great great reels. Great reels. Uh, Bart, Frank Selby just escaped from the doctor's office, and he's on the line with this. And uh, I'll bet Frank has some stories about the uh, the last 40 years in fishing. Uh, Frank, do you remember those... Uh, uh, Knuckle ro- busters. Ro- rather, yeah, the, the uh, used to have five ganyan hooks. Um, yeah, and uh, three pound weight or whatever it was, and with a Dacron line, and it's it like it wasn't. It was more of a winch than a reel. It was. Uh, I remember the old pins that didn't have. It had a drag, but when they ran, the the whole handle spun. It was one to one ratio. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, and a Calcutta rod. Yeah. Yeah, well, things are things are changing a little bit, and you know the high tech is just, you know, it's changing at the speed of technology. They've got some materials now that we didn't hadn't even heard of five years ago. Yep, I love the new lines. I don't care. All the lines have changed so much and gotten so much thinner. Oh, the fishing lines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let Bart comment on that. Uh, I, I know that if you want to come in well, and Frank check some of these Frank knows more out. about it than I do. Hey, Bart, I always think of that little spinning rod you gave, uh, you gave me on the boat with the braided line. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a fun fight. That, that, that was an accurate spinning reel, and yeah. They, oh, I didn't know they made yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they do, and um, and it's. Uh, I think that's a lot of fun. But you know, the new lines are amazing. You know, all the the Power Pros and the J Braids, and you know, they're they're amazing, amazing, amazing. She's so, so strong, so light, and you know, and so uh, 
Well, you know, it used to be, it's been a while, but it used to be you'd have, uh, you know, say a 180-pound test line or, or more on your reel. And you could hold maybe, I, I don't know, maybe 300 yards, something like that. And if you got a big fish on uh, and you're running out of line, you're running out of reel, uh, you'd tie off the uh, rod and reel to another one and throw it in the water. And then you bring, and you bring I heard it back Frank Lepresti talking about that the other day, and he he said, "Yeah, we, you know, we used to do that. We don't have to do that very much anymore because of the new lines and yeah. the new reels, yeah, and the new drag system." Yeah, I mean, you but can, you know, you still had a you still had a thirty percent chance of losing your rod and reel when they did that. So. <laughs> yeah, and that's a thousand dollars. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, when you're after him. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, it would take a little bit of something uh, to throw your rod in the water. Yeah, Especially with a $600 reel on it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so those are those are some of the things. And, of course, the, the rods themselves, the technology is... Uh, it, well, it's it's incredible. They've got you know, you know. Of course, they got carbon fiber, but now they've got you know even other newer stuff, and it's uh, hey, fiberglass still works though, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's I really think good. Some, of, some of the companies are intentionally making uh, all glass rods again, or, or part you know mostly glass rods because fiberglass has a great feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, and one one of the again, you know, I've, I've said it so many times, is that when you're at the hall show, they normally have deals. I, you know, I know Bart gets upset when we start talking about deals, but they have, you know, the show specials. Let's put it that way, and you can get some incredible bargains, and uh, some of these. Uh, uh, high dollar reels, and again, I, I'd like to say that when you buy quality equipment, you're never going to be sorry. It's when you pay too little is that when you realize that uh, you maybe shouldn't have bought it. Well, I don't. I don't think there's really great deals on high quality reels. They they don't they don't yeah. normally do yeah. that. But I'll tell you what, I've been looking at some of the specials from some of our major retailers and mm-hmm. in my entire life I have never seen so many deals as I've seen this year uh, at Long Beach and Del Mar there's going to be an enormous amount of fishing tackle sold at ridiculously low prices mm. yeah. amazing yeah. I'm talking about $500 off $400 off. <laughs> yeah. Really? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't go into it, but you got to go check them out. Yeah, get, on, out yeah, get on down there. Hey, and this yeah. is this is not tire kicking time. It only comes around no. once a year, so get, no. get ready and do it. And uh, Mark is telling me they got just about a minute left. But, uh, Bart, we always enjoy having you on. And, of course, in, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about the Long Beach Show. But uh, something like a 1,000 booths, uh, and you've got people from all over the world if you want to go fishing or hunting uh, in the gears, uh, you know, and the special prices. And main thing is it's going to take some time because we've got Frank, hopefully will be there as a seminar. But, you know, it, it takes a couple of days to go through it. So plan on that. And uh, Bart, again, I know that you're getting ready for the Bakersfield show and I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, but we'll talk to you next week anyway. Okay, well,
Well, thanks, guys. Bye, right, John. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, Mike, I think we need some more cowbells. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Hi, I'm Bart Hall. And I'm honored to tell you about the 72nd Annual Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. I am proud of our 72-year-old history and amazed that the little show my father produced at Gilmore Stadium in 1946 could have grown into the 2018 version of the Fred Hall Show. It has become the world's largest and most exciting sport fishing show, one of the nation's most prominent boat shows, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. We'll entertain you all day with nearly 1,000 booths, over 400 seminars, acres of boats, and dozens of family fun activities. Kids 15 and under are always free, but the Fred Hall Shows also strive to help preserve the lifestyle of fishing, hunting, boating, and outdoor recreation that so many of us cherish. You can help by joining the Coastal Conservation Association of California, and when you do, you'll get in free. Join us and celebrate the passion for outdoor recreation at the Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive, check us out at fredhall.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have Frank Selby, our co-host, back on the line. And, you know, he just uh, was great for him to be able to make it because he, uh, how did you, what did you do to your finger? Your I threw a computer and cracked my uh, the middle part of my knuckle. So I'll tell you I what. Go have I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I've been tempted to do that more than once. 
Well, and I you know it. what? And I can throw my my uh, smart, stupid smartphone even farther than I can throw the computer. Yeah. Anyway, let's not go there. But uh, we also have a very famous uh, guest on the line, uh, Frank uh, uh, Selby. Can you introduce Frank Duarte? Yeah, Frank Norton is a guide in uh, Montana. He, he and some of my buddies fished together and guided together for years. He uh, Now he's in Northern California guiding on four or five different rivers. Is that right, Frank? Yeah, I got on the uh, Smith and the Sacramento, Yuba, Feather, and I also got on the Chetco in Oregon. Whoa, those are some pretty famous rivers. Oh, yeah, after winter steelhead, yeah, you got to go where the fishing's good. Well, tell us, about, I, tell us about winter steelhead. I'm sorry, Frank. Oh, I was going to ask him. Uh, you guys came in second on the uh, the Derby on steelhead this year? Yes, it was really, uh, it was pretty much a larger-than-life story uh, because I had a stroke uh, at the last derby. And uh, then they found out that I had lung cancer. Oh, my God. They they removed half my lung, and I spent most of the year year convalescing. I started guiding again in about July, August. How old are you, Frank? I'm 67. Well, you're just a kid. You're a baby. I know. But the fact that I went out in a gurney and ended up on the podium was overwhelming. But, uh, yeah, we took second place. It was really tough derby. It was low water conditions and uh, uh, really, really tough. And which river, but, which river was this, Frank? Well, it's... it's uh, it's one day on the Smith and one day on the Chetco. So you fish one day in California and you fish one day in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And then they measure your total inches. And uh, there's 40 boats, 20 teams, two boats to a team, four anglers. Then you add up the total inches and uh, then you have first, second, third place. Oh, so you got to pick the right teammates, don't you? Well, it's all the teammates. They pick you. You know, uh, the the clients pick the guy. They get to pick one guide, and then they draw. Oh, oh okay. So it's a pro am thing. Well, it's a fundraiser. The hatchery is the only private hatchery in California. It's a Rowdy Creek hatchery, and it's self-funded, all by sportsmen. And years ago, and like uh, I think it was back in seventy seventy nine, I think uh, the Department of Fishing gave they were mixing steelhead strains. They were bringing the Eel River fish into the Smith and that, and so we kind of threw out the state and developed our own hatchery so that we could just keep the pure Smith River strain, which are the largest steelhead in California. Oh, I didn't realize that there was different strains of steelhead. I guess uh, makes sense. Yeah, well, each river has its own strain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how many days a year do you get to fish in Northern California? Well, on a good year, I usually guide 200 days or more. Yeah, but that's a switch t- around, you know, salmon, striper, trout, shad, steelhead. Well, somebody was got coming up to fish 
for like stripers, what would you recommend the best time to come to see you? About the time your taxes are due. <laughs> I don't like to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing to associate with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Frank, don't worry about it because in order to pay taxes, you have to pay. Mo- you have to earn money. <laughs> yeah. So I don't worry about that. <laughs> but that's that's generally the peak. And uh, you know, it starts in late March, and it could go all the way into May, depending on how hot it's been, how warm the water gets, because the stripers will spawn if it gets warm, hmm. and then it'll be over. Well, where but, do you uh, what what river do you fish the stripers for? Uh, mostly Sacramento. In yeah. high water years, we'll go to the Feather. Yeah, yeah. Well, those it, are those are fun fish, and. And you know we always encourage catch and release, but they do taste good, don't they? Oh yeah, they're they're very fine, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, if somebody wanted to go up to find you, how would they go about finding you now? Uh, they can just Google me. I have a website. So and what's your web? Fishwardy dot com. That's G U A R T E. Yeah, Frank Duarte, and um, yeah, yeah you. Uh, it's you know, it's so easy to find people these days. You can't get away. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, but uh, the so again, let's go over. You got the steelhead run, and do you ever get any kings that uh, that go up that river? Not in the winter time. The kings go up in the fall, mm-hmm. but it's really, the fall fishery is really water dependent mm-hmm. on the smith. And I uh, I fished it for a few years, but you don't get enough days in because you get a storm and it's good for two or three days and then it peters out. You're fishing on the bobber. Mm. So I stay back in the valley where you have consistent water flows. Mm-hmm. And I'll, you know, just, uh, just out of curiosity for my own edification. Um, a guide uh, is important, especially a local guide, because he knows where and how. But, you know, the river is a, is something that moves and changes. And I'm wondering if you can comment on that. Is that, well, dang, they were here yesterday. Well, yeah. There's Every time there's high water, it, tra- it changes dramatically. Matt, my thoughts on that is it usually high water takes away more than it gives. It, it fills in more good holes than it creates. Mm-hmm. It seems that way, but it just makes you, you know, fish all the harder. You got to, it, it kind of is like a clean slate. Now we're going to see who can read water. Yeah. Because the old hole might not be fishing. You got to figure out the new holes. And it just takes time on the water mm-hmm. and being very observant. Well, if you wouldn't mind, give us a quick tip. Uh, normally, if you've got a rock in the stream, you've got an eddy, uh, and it creates a, you know, a little place for the fish to hide out, waiting for the, something to fall into their mouth. But uh, give us an idea about reading the water. Well, if, if, you're, if it's a brand new piece of water, you're going to go for the foam line and the seams. And next to rocks, behind rocks, you're going to want to cast downstream, not upstream, because you'll snag up. 
but uh, there's just you know you're looking for you look at the bank and see how the bank is shaped, and that kind of gives you a general idea of what the river looks like underneath. Oh, and you just have to be observant. But a good place to start is the full blind at any seams. Uh, and if a riffle looks good, you know, it's just, you know, it gets to a point where you just kind of, it just kind of feels fishy. Yeah. Well, you mentioned something that's I think is important is that um, landscape. I mean, if you've got uh, um, a hill or whatever it is, no matter how steep it is, it tends to, you know, continue. Uh, and when, right. it, when it hits the water line, it's going to continue the same angle and the same, you know, the, the same topography that it does above. So when you're looking at the shoreline, you know, the water's dropping off, it's more than likely it's going to continue to drop off as it gets underwater. And that's true. And you can also tell what kind of bottom you have that way, too. Oh. Because on the Smith River, we have a real rocky bottom, and it's very, very snaggy. And uh, we go through sometimes 25, 35 rigs a day that we lose in weights and balls. But the Chetco, it's more like pea gravel. It's much smoother bottom, and it's much easier to fish. And you just all you do is look at the look at the bank and how the, the gravel bars, and it'll tell you pretty much how your bottom of your river is. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of old school, you know. I started fishing before. All I had was uh, the fish finders were just like little. I forget what you well, call the them. bottom just, sounder. Yeah. Yeah, just a pulse, you know. Yeah. And uh, the way we used to find the bottom for shad fishing, you want like about five, six feet of water and a gravel bottom. Well, we took old dowels. Yeah. We'd take a 12-foot dowel and we'd paint one-foot markers on it. Uh-huh. We'd drift along the river and feel it. Right. And look for the right bottom, and we found a lot of good fishing spots that way. Well, to tell you the truth, my theory is that on the fish finders, what they're showing you on the screen is just a screensaver. Just because it shows something there doesn't mean there is. And just because it doesn't show something doesn't mean it's not. That's that's very true. That's very true. You, you still got to use all your senses when you're yeah. using a fish finder. Right. And if you're watching your fish finder, you're not watching everything else. There you so go. It's a, they're a two-edged sword. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna run out of time in this segment, um, but I think we got some good tips and. Uh, you know, we'd like to have you back again. And, you know, we always, you know, now Frank already knows everything. But after doing this show for 15 years, I'm still learning. Everybody learns <laughs> something yeah. every day. Okay. If you do not I learn, do. learn something, something on the water. Yeah. All right. Well, we know what that means. Uh, Frank Duarte. Uh, just Google Frank Duarte, the guide service. And you're operating out of Chico right now, correct? That's right. All righty. Thank you, Frank. Well, You're thank listening, you. Bye-bye. Listening to Fish and Hunt Talk Radio. Lake Cabot won seventh place in America's top 100 family-friendly places to boat and fish. The lake is in the Bay Area, only 45 minutes away from San Francisco. This scenic destination boasts over a dozen hiking and biking trails, trophy-sized fish, boat rentals, Bay Area kayak tours, and a picturesque eating area at the Surprisingly Delicious Cafe. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. Visit LakeCabotRecreation.com for information. That's LakeCabotRecreation.com. 
If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we're having fun. Um, learned a lot. Yeah, I always learn a lot. That's why I like doing this, right, Frank? Yes, we but, do. Like I said, you always you already know everything, but uh, there's always never uh, know everything. Always, there's always something else. But <clears throat> Pyramid Lake is a premium. Um, it's big. How big? Uh, well, that's, I'm sorry. We should probably get ahead of ourselves. Uh, yeah. Julianne Jackson, who is a booking agent, business manager for Pyramid Lake Guides. And um, so we got some questions for Julianne. I know it's big. Hey, guys. But mm-hmm. give, us, give us a perspective. I mean, don't tell me, you know, tell me something it's I can understand. It's about 30 miles long and oh, about yeah. 11 miles wide. That is That is big. And That's it's an really average of big. 300 feet deep. Whoa. 300 mm-hmm. feet. Wow. Mm-hmm. And well, it has a lot of geothermal activity, too. So you'll see, like, hot springs and different, you know, caverns and things like that. Hmm. So, uh, so, Julie, so Julie uh, you, uh, some of the guys, you will take out their lunches to them and all that kind of stuff, too, right, from your place? Yep. 
yep, we have a, a little lake house here, um, but we usually pack a lunch for the guides and they take it out to the lake and have it right there with a table and chairs. If it's not too windy, because this is Nevada and it, it gets windy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm, like today. We're in, uh, <laughs> Frank and I are from pretty much Southern California. I'm in Santa Barbara and, and <clears throat> they're expecting rain tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. but, and this year, I don't know what it's been like there, but it's normally, uh, you know, I like to wear shorts. Yeah. So no, normally, long pants go from maybe Thanksgiving to, um, you know, through the end of January. But this year, mm-hmm. this year, man, I don't think I've worn my shorts more than once or twice. Mm, yeah, it's been unusual here. January was warm and mild. We did not have a lot of windy days, but now it's it's cooled back down. We're having winter conditions. We've had snow a couple of times, temps around 30. So bundle up if you come this way. <laughs> okay. And uh, how do we get to Pyramid? So it's just 35 miles straight north from Reno. So um, oh. you just take Pyramid Highway, and it's actually in the oh. same desert as Burning Man. So oh. you pass through this um, reservation. It's on a Paiute reservation. You pass through it to get to Burning Man if hmm. you've ever well, seen that, just north realize, of Pyramid. Didn't realize it was that far north. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it's, it's really unusual place. Well, what, um, what kind of fish? I mean, in that big of water, you probably got everything. So typically people are fishing for Lahontan cutthroat here, and it has the world's largest cutthroat trout in it, and that's um, the Pilot Peak strain. Mm -hmm. And then they also have the Summit Lake strain, which is just really three strains of Lahontan cutthroat into one. Mm. Um, So that's primarily what people are fishing for, but it also has like Sacramento perch. It has um, the native kiwi fish, which is only found here in this lake. And what is that? Um, It's like a lake sucker. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to be smaller. Um, and then there's also carp in it down on the south end, um, mm-hmm. but we don't usually see those during the winter. Mm-hmm. And then there's a small little tui-chub, and the, the Lahontans love to eat that. That's like the main hmm. main source of their diet. And who is that? That's the Indians? That's the Lahontan cutthroat, yeah. And then, and then this is on the Pyramid Lake Paiute Reservation. And so, yeah, the tribal members, they can fish for the any type of species here, and they can, you know, keep as many as they want. And then there are regulations for non-tribal members and things like that mm-hmm. to keep the population steady. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple questions. What's the average day, like if you go out and fish the ladders, uh, mm-hmm. That's when it's really cold. That's the coldest yeah. I've ever been. It's a winter fishery. So, you know, you Southern California boys, it's, it can be tough for you guys. Because <laughs> it's, it's always, if, if it's cold and stormy and windy, that equals good fishing on this lake. So we watch for storms. You know, we tell people if they can plan their trip around a storm, that's typically the best fishing. Um, it's just those hmm. Big, big fish come into the shore to feed um, well, when it's windy. So well, that's, that's what we watch really for. And with the lake that size, it, I mean, it's, it's almost like one of the Great Lakes. So if you get some wind, you probably got some swells. Yeah, and there's also currents in this lake. So um, you see a little bit of that. Like the wind will be going one direction and the current could be going another. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an alkaline lake, so it doesn't freeze. Um, and... 
you just get these big rolling waves that come in. And so we use these ladders that are like five or six feet tall and they have a chair up on top and they're like an A-frame and they're custom made and they're really comfortable, but they get you up out of those waves. Oh. And it also helps you get to the shelves where the, so the fish tend to hang like out. A, it's like a hunting stand on the, you're on the water. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You're up you about up five feet, water. aren't you? What's that? I says we're up about five feet with the the ladders, but they the new ones yep. now have chairs and everything, so you're pretty comfortable. Yeah, they're really nice. They're padded seats, and you know they're they're like a lightweight metal frame that folds up, and they have wheels and everything. So you know I can pick one up myself and load it into the car and wheel it out to the beach. So they're nice to have. Okay, so this is not a permanent thing. It's just something you can set up as you use it. Right. Hmm. Take it in and out of your car, yeah. And regulation requires that you take your ladder with you when you're done, so you can't mm-hmm. leave it out there, too. So. Hmm. Well, Frank, that sounds like something you use for fly fishing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there's a lot of fly fishermen up there getting big ones. Mm-hmm. And I, I usually hear that her husband catch more fish than a lot of the other guys. <laughs> Yeah, they do a good job. They, I just got off the phone with him. He has a couple of guys out from Boise today, and they just got a 14-pounder. So 14-pound trout is pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> That's good in anybody's book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, we go up to Alaska, and if you get a 14-pound king, you know, that's not a bad-sized king. Yeah. yeah. For a, you know, for a silver or something like that, you'd very rarely find them that big. So a salmon ride <laughs> that's uh, 14 pounds coming from fresh water, that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty impressive. But you said yeah. appar- apparently there's enough other feed in the lake, and, of course, that's what makes big fish is uh, small fish. Yeah, well, they, they have a lot. nice diet here. They get lunch what once a week. They bring the stock trout and dump them off. You know, I'm not sure how often they do it. I just know that they've been doing it recently. Um, yeah. And there's there's a couple of hatcheries right here. You know, um, right on the lake that they use. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tribe works with biologists and things like that to to make sure that this strain stays, stays abundant because it was extinct for about 70 years. Um, it was overfished. The lake was netted in the 20s and 30s to feed the mining communities of mm-hmm. the West. And, what, and, was, and, it, and what, what species was this? This was the Lahontan cutthroat. So it was the world's largest cutthroat trout. It's the Pilot hmm. Peak strain. And the world record is actually from 1925. It's still the, the holding record of the largest cutthroat, and it was 41 pounds. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I got a question I need to ask you. If I was coming up, how would I get in touch with you? So all we have a website. You know, the Internet's great for that. We're on all the social media, but we have a website. It's pyramidlakeguides.com. And we have a Facebook and Instagram, both at PyramidLakeGuides.com. And that has our phone numbers on it. And I'm with my phone all day long. And, you know, Nick and the other guides that we use, they're out on the water every day. So, um, you know, we're available to answer any questions that people have about conditions or if they want to book a trip. Mm-hmm. And Well, maybe me and John might sneak up there one weekend and try it. That'd what do you great. think, John? That's, I'll tell you what. That's that's impressive. Now, I didn't realize yeah. how far north it was, but uh, um, sounds like a beautiful area. So it's, I guess it's kind of east of the eastern Sierras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. So it would be about a 10 to 12-hour drive from Santa Barbara there, right? No, it wouldn't be that yeah, much. Yeah, I think yeah. it's about 10, yeah. Mm. But you guys could fly into Reno, too. Um, you know, we have all there the gear that anyone would need. Um, we just ask people to bring their own waders and boots just because it's so mm-hmm. personal, like, specific to their needs. Mm-hmm. But we have all the rods, you know. We have indicator rods, streamer rods. We have spinning rods with, you know, a zig jig on it. We have plenty of ladders. So, you know, you, you wouldn't need much. Hmm. You know, Frank, well, I keep, we keep learning about all these great places we got to go. Yeah. yeah, well, now all we have to do is get enough time to go see them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you have to stop working for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what keeps me young. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, go ahead, Frank. Uh, well, Julie, uh, you also uh, sometimes in the summer you go to a different place and guy, uh, you have guides down there too, correct? Yeah, so this is like a winter fishery. So the season is October 1 to June 30, but really the fishing revolves around the colder water temps. So ideally it's like November to April. Mm -hmm. And so once the water starts to warm up again, we head back to the Green River, Utah, and guide there um, just below Flaming Gorge Dam. Mm. So we're there from April to October. Um, That has an estimated 15,000 fish per mile. We're going to have to go, but uh, 30 feet long and 10 miles, or 30 miles long and 10 miles wide. 30 miles. That's that's like uh, Lake Erie. But... uh, Anyway, uh, it sounds like you fish the entire area, so if somebody wants to get in touch with you, we're pretty much out of time. But, okay. Uh, and just uh, uh, get in touch with Julianne and, and put uh, Pyramid. I guess once you type in Pyramid Lake Guides. PyramidLakeGuides.com. Okay. All righty Thank then. you, Julie. Hey, thanks, guys, for having me. No, it's great. Uh, I learned something. Yeah. Of course, of course, Frank already knew everything, but... No, I, you, you keep saying that. If I don't learn something every day, I get stagnant. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we're out of here. You are listening to Fish and Hunting Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors.
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we're going to finish up. We talked Julianne into hanging around for a little bit more, so um, apparently Frank knows uh, uh, Julie fairly well. You even said Julie. Can we call you Julie, Julianne? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But, uh, hey, Ju- let's say hey we're talk- Julie? We're talking about Lake Pittman. Go ahead. Oh, Julie, uh, yeah. one little question. Like, a lot of times you're booked, but you can always call. If they, if you're booked, you can usually 99% of the time find one of the other guides that will do it for you. Yes, we have a couple of guides recommend. that we work with, yeah, that we can yeah. contract out. They're all independent contractors, so, um, you know, and it's pretty competitive, so we're all, you know, everybody's looking to help each other out. So, yeah, if we, you know, if one of our guides is booked, we can call another one and set it up. So, yeah, that works. And you can set it up for them, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we, you know, we include lunch in all of our full day trips. So I have all their lunches prepared, and we we make sure that all the guides have enough gear and everything to accommodate well, if, whatever Julie, size group. If you're going to go on a guided trip, what do they do? You just kind of take a boat and go out in the middle of the lake, or give us so an idea they, what it's like to fish with a guide. They do have boats here, um, but they're like they're scheduled a little bit differently. They're a charter. Um, and there's a couple of guys that do that out of here, but we just do from shore. Oh. So we have those custom ladders that we were talking about, mm-hmm. and we load them up. We have a rack. We have two guide vehicles that we use, and we load them up on a rack on the back of the car, and we wheel them out to the beach for you and, and set it up right there. Hmm. And you put them in, like, five feet of water, six feet of water right next to shore? 
yeah, yeah, not quite that deep, but yeah, like like three or four. And it just helps you get farther out to the shelves and gets you up out of the waves. Mm-hmm. How close into shore do the, to the fish come? Right now, they're all the way up there. You'll be on your ladder, and you'll just see them right, right below you. Mm. It's really crazy. Or you'll see them rolling out, you know, just 10 or 20 feet away from you. They look like little dolphins because they're so big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, sometimes... Sometimes they swim under the ladders. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that twice. <laughs> it, it happens. Well, that's, that's always that's a, it's always the biggest. Uh, that, you know, that's interesting because especially when you're fly fishing, people think you have to throw it a long ways. But you know, you no. could be you could be throwing it a long ways, and the fish is, is swimming between your legs. Mm-hmm. I'm not a really strong caster, and, you know, I catch fish on this lake, you know. Or we have switch rods, too, which really helps your cast get out farther, and they're easy to use. I just learned how to use one this season. Nick taught me how to use it. Okay, and I'm sorry. It what kind doubles of, my cast. What kind of rod was that? It's a switch rod. It's like a two-handed rod, and you're oh, kind of doing, oh. like, a roll cast on it, and mm-hmm. it just gets your, your line out a lot further. Mm-hmm. So that helps. But it's like you're saying, it's not always necessary. You know, you you don't have to be casting, like, 50 feet to get to these fish. Sometimes they're right there in the shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, right now is the best time to be up there. Am I correct or wrong? It's a good time to be here. It's also the busiest, so you have to get to the beaches a little early. Um, tribal regulation allows you to fish one hour before sunrise and one hour after sundown. So you just have to, you know, you want to be in the area to get a good spot as early as you can and then just, you know, don't have your ladder or your, your rod in the water until one hour before. But it is busy right now. Um, the spawn is happening right now, so good numbers. All right. Well, it looks like we're getting cut off. But uh, thank you, Julianne. And uh, she's a booking agent uh, for Pyramid Lake Guides. Just uh, You can find that. What an incredible lake. I had no idea. But we appreciate <laughs> you coming you. on, Julianne. And, Frank, don't go anywhere because uh, we're going to need you coming up in the next hour. You are oh, listening. Don't worry, I won't. You are listening to uh, Fish and Hunting Talk Radio.